Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining me in another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. We have just surpassed five years. Last episode that you heard that was released, um, not the snippet, but the one uh, prior to that was just before our five-year anniversary, and the snippet that you may have heard this week was our five-year anniversary. So, um, and I believe we did that one on gratitude, if I remember correctly, and I got to say, it was a really... um, Awesome, awesome uh, snippet. So thank you, Eastland. I don't, maybe I'm incorrect on that, but I thought it was gratitude. Either way, uh, we are back for another episode today where we are going to be talking about a topic that I am again floored that we have not discussed on this episode <laughs> or on this show, I should say. Um, and that is cannabis and psychosis. How have we not talked about psychosis? We've talked about how cannabis can make you a little crazy and, and how it can make you uh, just you know, do things that you wouldn't normally do or want to do. But we've also talked to all the different ways that, um, you know, you can change that and, and really in just how you utilize cannabis differently. So um, today we're going to talk about cannabis and psychosis, which is, you know, the crazy part of cannabis, <laughs> the part that really, I think, gives most people pause in even wanting to consider trying cannabis and for good reason. I mean, I absolutely felt the same way. And uh, before I tried cannabis and, you know, like, honestly, it absolutely can make you feel that way. And that's what we'll talk about today, actually, is that if you don't use cannabis the right way, um, or if you're using it without guidance, I should say, or maybe listening to a few of our episodes first about, you know, actually part one and two, maybe the ones you just heard, um, then, you know, you can get in the space where you are using cannabis and feeling really crazy afterwards. And I will be honest, uh, this past weekend, well, I would say this last week, I went on one of my best tolerance breaks I think I've done in a long time. Uh, I just, I, I had a week that just allowed me to really whole flower vaporize CBD all week to take care of my ailments and CBG as well. I, you know, I, I ended up, you know, at the end of that week, I was going to not utilize cannabis. My plan was until Friday and ended up utilizing it on Thursday night because I received news on Thursday that uh, my buddy, Cha Josh, was not going to be making it in town. And uh, that is why I was I was doing a very special tolerance break for that occasion. Um, but it was good either way. They always are good either way. I usually do on a weekly basis, a tolerance break of about one to three days. And today I just did a lot, or this last week I did a lot longer of a tolerance break. And man, did I ever come closer to psychosis and with cannabis than ever <laughs> when I did that. And in a good way at the end of the day, right? I knew what I was getting into. Um, but uh, I will say, A, um, you know, tolerance breaks are really, really helpful, guys. If, if you haven't done a tolerance break, please do one. Um, it's, it's definitely, you know, in your interest to, to do it and it makes cannabis a lot more effective. Um, whether you're using it for, you know, medical purposes like I do or for recreational purposes like I do. Right. And so in either scenario, um, a, a tolerance break just makes cannabis fun and it makes it effective. So definitely try and do some research. We've done some episodes on that. But the other point is that psychosis is real too. 
when you use cannabis. It does happen, right? And it's acute, but it certainly is a thing. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, what is it? Why you should consider, um, you know, not psychosis, but why you should consider just steps to make sure that you're warding that off, right? As you're enjoying your cannabis usage. So, like I say, usually, let's uh, let's get into it, right? Well, first and foremost, guys, um, if you find that this episode could be helpful for anyone, please just share it. And uh, also, uh, if you're done doing that. If you shared it with everyone, thank you so much. Also, please like our, the um, episode as well, or just the show in general. When you do that, I don't know if some of you may have heard, as I mentioned this occasionally, but when you do that, it actually helps the algorithms of the show, and it helps us uh, be more, I, I guess, it helps us get higher in those algorithms and be seen, right? And that's what we're looking for, because if we're seen, then the good word about cannabis gets out. And if that happens, the world becomes a better place for my family, for your family. And that is all of our selfish interests at the end of the day, right? So with that being said, um, why is this topic so important, right? Why is talking about uh, psychosis and cannabis so important. And, and I think you can appreciate just on your own, but I will give you a few reasons if not. Um, first of all, it is the most misunderstood topic. It, it is uh, the entire the entirety of where reefer madness has come from, right? Reefer madness was based on cannabis and psychosis. It's if you smoke cannabis, you will become crazy and psychotic, right? That's what it, that's really what it was based off of. Um, so we have, uh, we have some public health uh, announcements that we should be making to make sure that that's not the only way people see and view cannabis because it's not true. Right. Um, and so that's the first thing we do. do we do need to let the public know that, you know, as cannabis becomes more widely accepted and, and used and um, allowed around the world, it's really important to help people understand the risks of psychosis, but also to help people understand that there's good things of cannabis too, right? Um, <clears throat> informed decision-making. So understanding the potential risks associated with, you know, psychosis and cannabis can help people make that informed decision, right? And that's everything that we're trying to do on the show is we know people are going to use cannabis. We all have, right? That's why we're typically listening to this or you're, you're wanting to or curious about it, and you want to make sure you're doing it the right way. So you're not becoming psychotic at the end of your episode. That is entirely, again, why we have this show. Also, there there are other people, uh, it is important to understand as well, um, there are some individuals who could be at higher risk of psychosis just based on genetics, which we'll talk about. So that is important to consider as well. It's not just about how you use cannabis, but it's also about that too. Um <clears throat> Advancing research, we want research. To, there is never enough research with cannabis and and this topic or really any topic. We need more. We need a lot. We have a lot of different papers um, that I've seen, like tens of thousands of research papers, but just it pales in comparison with the ones that we have for everything else that, that really are, are needed in the world, right? So this is another topic that is needed to be understood. And so, you know, having that awareness and advancing research, hopefully, from having this discussion would be great. And that's what we're looking for. Uh, there's obvious therapeutic potential for psychosis, and that is in the form of CBD, as you can imagine, um, along with other cannabinoids as well that have antipsychotic properties. So we want to talk about that also. And like I mentioned before, overall, this is really just about reducing the stigma, right? Reefer, reefer madness 
um, wreaked havoc on the stigma of cannabis. And really, it was all about this. So that's what we're talking about today. Now, to start, what is psychosis? Right. I think that's a good question to ask if we're going to be talking about psychosis. We want to have an understanding of what it is. So in general, it's a mental health condition that's characterized by a disconnection from reality, right? It's not a specific illness of any sort, but rather a a symptom of several mental health disorders. During a psychotic episode, an individual can experience a few things. Those including, uh, one is hallucinations. This is, you can imagine, but this is when a person sees, hears, smells, tastes, or feels things that aren't there, right? So, for example, they might hear voices. And I promise you, I heard stuff when I was uh, really uh, high after my tolerance break and I enjoyed my first pre-roll. Um, I did hear things after that. There were like beeps and and I think I was hearing voices that ended up just probably being the TV, but I interpreted them as something else. So it's just like, it, you know, it is something that, that can happen, um, but it can quickly be uh, blunted as well, which we'll talk about also. Um, delusions. <clears throat> These are strong fixed beliefs that are really not based on any type of reality. So for example, a person might feel that they're being followed or watched and there may not be any evidence to support this. So for example, uh, when I was standing outside, I never am concerned about um, animals, right, at all. I'm sitting out, and I live in the middle of nowhere now, and uh, just, I'm never concerned about that. But standing outside, um, you know, very much higher than than usual, and and, um, just in that state, I was getting to a point where uh, I was you know, worried about the animals and what may be lurking out there. So, you know, and I'm not, I don't think there's a reason to be worried about that. And I was, right? <laughs> so it's just really interesting how that happens. And I know that now, right? And so that's the other thing. Um, there's a disorganized thinking and speech pattern that, that can develop with the psychotic episode. And, you know, they may not be able to keep track of their conversations or they may speak in a way that's really hard to follow, make up words along the way without realizing it, right? Um, so that's another, just an example of, of what you may experience during a psychotic um, episode. And um, any type of disorganized uh, or abnormal motor behavior, right? Um, just unpredictable agitation or, I don't know, like silliness, anything like that that, that can... Um, that can just uh, be shown as psychotic, I guess, or be classified as such. So really, you know, psychosis, it can be caused by a variety of factors, uh, mental health conditions like schizophrenia or bipolar disorder, um, certain medical conditions, um, substance abuse, extreme stress, trauma. Um, It's a serious condition, really, that requires medical attention. So, you know, we're talking uh, about that today, but we're also talking about um, acute episodes as well that you may experience with cannabis. So the big question, speaking of, is does cannabis cause psychosis, right? That's what we're here to talk about. Does it actually cause psychosis? Well, clearly it does, or it can, right? Because that is, you know, I just talked about different things that I experienced recently, right? Um, And I guess how does it influence psychosis? Well, a few ways. First, through high THC content. Um, high levels of THC in your cannabis is going to 
have that psychoactive property, right, when you use it. And that's going to increase your risk of acute psychotic episodes. Uh, specifically, I would say for individuals that have this predisposed already as a genetic condition, um, this would not be a good situation for those individuals. And uh, very scary, right? So we want to make sure that if you are an individual that has, uh, you know, predisposition to that, that, that we aren't, we are not considering a high THC flower or, you know, shatter, whatever it is, um, for your first go, right? We don't want to do that. Genetic vulnerability. That's pretty much what I just mentioned, uh, as the next piece. Um, if you have this predisposition, then obviously you want to be utilizing lower THC cannabis. Uh, there may be there's certain gene variants, right, that could predispose one to cannabis-induced hallucinations. That actually is a thing. There was a report in 2021 of a 57-year-old man with Parkinson's disease, um, and that report found that uh, cannabis caused very vivid hallucinations, right? And so that's one report. But they did do pharmacogenomic tests, right? Basically genetic tests that found that this man had variants for the COMT gene and also the HTR2A gene that definitely looked to be able to explain his cannabis-induced hallucinations, right? So this could actually be a thing where, you know, you have hallucinations, psychotic episodes because of your genetics, right? So we have to consider this. Um, And then there's, you know, there's other experience such as um, like anomalous experience, such as worry, depression, anxiety, negative effect, and, and just the negative thoughts about the self, right? And so all of those experiences as well can contribute to the onset of paranoia and psychosis in individuals. And how many times have we utilized cannabis and just let our thoughts get the best of us until all the way up until we're in the emergency room? I, I don't end up in the emergency room. I haven't, but I've seen people that have done that, right? Um, so, and, and again, that's not, not serious because along the way you can be making really dangerous decisions uh, while that's happening. And that is not good if that's the case. So um, let's talk about some ways that cannabis may not contribute to psychosis, right? So we know that high THC cannabis can. If you have those uh, genetics, it can as well. Um, And also if you don't have a high tolerance, if you're not very used to cannabis, uh, it certainly can lead to a dissociative and and, uh, an episode that is just jarring and could create a lot of stress, which could lead to that psychotic state, right? Um, Well, ways cannabis can help, CBD has potential antipsychotic effects, right? Um, It does not produce the high that THC produces. And we know that if you've listened to this show, and if this is your first time, welcome. 16 minutes in, 17 minutes in. And, uh, And thank you. And no, CBD does not produce the high. In fact, it actually is the high killer, a lot of people would say. Um, I actually use it for that exact purpose. If I'm getting too high, uh, which I actually felt like was happening the other night, which is also really fun, right, to to feel that way as well. But that's why you need a tolerance break. Um, But I I do that knowing I have the ability to cut it off. And and that's what I use a CBD for, right? I use a CBD vape and then I'm good within minutes. And 
um, you know, and, and all is good. So obviously there's other people in the house as well that are here and able and all that good stuff if that ever does happen. But um, CBD is, you know, allows you that ability to a help with psychotic episodes. If it is a genetic predisposition, there's been um, studies that have shown that it has assisted individuals in that respect. And also if you overdose or if you're using too much THC overdose in the sense that if you uh, use too much THC to the point where you're not feeling as great as you would like to, um, you can use it and it brings your high down and you just feel really good and calm afterwards very quickly within minutes. So uh, that's that's my feeling, at least. Um, and you want to make sure it's a high CBD strain, not like a balanced CBD. Like you want a high CBD. I, I use hemp flower is what I use um, or a CBD vape cart. But hemp flower is uh, is fine. If you have that, the CBD vape cart will be fine, too. Um, <clears throat> and then so there's going to be, um, you know, strain differences. There's going to be individual differences uh, that everyone's going to go through. But. Um, like some people may just not use cannabis with those symptoms. Like that's just how some people are. Right. And some people, um, you know, what a one-to-one ratio to them, like is just is too much and they need like a 20 to one CBD to THC ratio or something. Right. And it, it all depends. And that's why on this show, we always tell people start with like broad spectrum or very low THC, high CBD cannabis, right? And this will put you in the best place to start. And that's, most people don't have issues with that. That's why we typically recommend, or or, I mean, not, we don't technically recommend anything. We're not doctors, but, um, you know, that's why we typically will always say that because, you know, the whole point of the show is to enjoy cannabis. And if you're having a psychotic episode, you cannot enjoy cannabis. So make sure that you're feeling good first, which always happens when you use a, a full spectrum CBD high CBD, low THC strain, and and everything else typically will follow, right? Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I, I just want to say that, in short, cannabis can cause psychotic episodes, right? Um, if you are doing any of those things, if you're using too much THC, if you're, if you're, uh, if you're new to cannabis, um, you know, if you're predisposed with your genetics, it could absolutely be a situation that is not going to be good after you, if you use cannabis, right? So that's why, um, again, you know, you always want to talk to your doctor, right? But a high CBD route or a broad spectrum, non-THC route, high CBD, full spectrum route is always going to be your best way to blunt those psychotic episodes, Right. Um, and that's what happens with me. And like I said, I, that's exactly what I did. Uh, there's a lot of documentation that people that have a lot of stress and anxiety, uh, CBD helps them in that respect as well. And, um, it's something you should consider also, or, or for a loved one as well. If, if it's something that you haven't, if, if, if there's any drugs or, uh, pharmaceuticals that, that they're on that maybe just aren't working or you're getting negative side effects, this is where you consider cannabis um, in, in that respect, right? And if you're looking, again, to just improve your relationship with cannabis, and if the paranoia episodes are causing issues as you're trying to do that, this is where you can supplement with adding these um, non-psychoactive 
cannabinoids like CBD, CBG. Uh, CBD is, has been shown to be the best, right? If that's what you're looking to really blunt that part of THC, that psychotic, that, that psychoactive part of CB, THC, adding CBD is going to help you do that, right? It's going to block that CB1 receptor so the THC cannabinoid cannot bind to it. And that if it cannot bind to it, you can't get high because that CB1 receptor being activated is what makes you high, right? So if you can block that CB1 receptor, so THC cannot bind to it, and if CBD does that, which it does, it's an antagonist of that receptor, then, um, then you know, we, we have we have takeoff, right? In a good way. <laughs> and I guess that's how I'll end my, my point. So we're going to talk about this again next week. Uh, that's the plan, at least. Um, in a different episode, a different topic, but related. You'll see when it comes out. But I can't thank you guys enough for jumping on again. Please follow us at the Cannabis C. Thank you so much for um, for writing in at the Cannabis C at gmail.com. So many of you guys have been doing that. Thank you. Uh, and, and writing, reaching out on Instagram as well. We're active on that also. And um, yeah, guys, uh, please, um, you know, reach out. Keep doing that with those questions. Stay safe. Stay real and uh, stay real. And and I guess whatever that means. Um, yeah, we're real on here. So do that too and uh, and enjoy cannabis, guys. Keep enjoying it. Do it the right way. And I will see you guys soon. Peace. to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. 
Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on Pod. Connex, and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.